So hi, welcome to Under Our Skin Podcast. We're here today with Amanda Graves from Dark Arts Tattoo in uh, in Maryland. How are you doing today, Amanda? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are how are you and the family holding up in these crazy times we're living in? You know, um, you get adjusted to it. So my daughter's loving it. Yeah. She's, you know, no school. Um, she gets to stay at home all day, play outside. So, you know, we're doing our best. You seem to be very, um, very active with your daughter. Like you guys do a lot of stuff together. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah. is that, is that something you do all the time? Or is that just now? Cause you have a lot of, cause she's home a lot. So, you're home a lot. so we, so I've been, um, before tattooing was like my everything. Um, I was a competitive cheerleader for like, I don't know, since I was like seven. And I stopped that when I was like, 19 or 20. And then I had my daughter at 22. So naturally, like, as far as her, like, um, hobbies, sports and stuff like that goes, we just, when I started coaching, she just started to come to the gym with me. So since she was three, she's been doing it. So, you know, any moment we have, I'm coaching her at home. So, I mean, it's fun, keeps her active, keeps me active. So like literally when I'm not tattooing, I'm either like home doing that with her or at the, um, because we have our own gym we go to just to do that stuff. So, I mean, it's like more time to do that. That's, that's definitely a plus from that. But so, yeah, that that's what we do on our, our free time, you know? That's nice. It, um, what about artwork and that kind of stuff? You can have any, I know a lot of tattooers always, always are trying to get artwork done on the side, drawing, painting this, that, whatever, and have no time for it. And now, right. uh, and now with everyone has so much free time. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like, so the first like month I was like, like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, should I still draw for appointments? You know, should I like try to get all that done? So then when we open up, I have it done. Um, and I did that at first. And then it was like, you know, it's like the first time that I don't have to. So it was like, I'm going to draw, I'm going to do stuff in the meantime, you know, pick up painting. Cause I haven't in a while pick up a pencil. Cause I'm used to this iPad. But, um, at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Like I still do, but I'm not pushing it anymore because like, you know, like tattooing is like, it's not just a career. It's like all it's 24 seven. So like, you know, I never had time to just sit down and like hang out with my family. I was always getting something ready for someone or, doing, you know, doing it cause I wanted to. So it's been weird for sure. Yeah. Tattooing is a very all encompassing oh, yeah. kind of profession. It's your whole time. life, right? Yeah. My husband, it like every, you know, every night, <laughs> like he didn't know if it was cool to ask to, to watch TV because it was like, that's when I would, I would do all my drawings the night before. So, you know, he'd always be like, um, are you, are you free tonight? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm home. It doesn't mean I'm free. Um, you know, and, and it sucked, but so, so now it's like, I have that time to spend with him and my daughter and stuff. So it's been, it's been a nice break, you know? So you just opened up your own shop fairly recently, right? Yep. Uh, now about three months ago or something like that. Yeah, it seems, seems like such a weird decision to make, like in the middle of all this. <laughs> yeah. The timing seems um, a little, I mean, now looking back, yeah. it seems weird, but I mean, yeah. when, when you did it, it must've seemed, uh, like there was a long open road in front of you that seems maybe kind of closed now, something like that. 
I mean, you know, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. I think we'll be all right. Um, you know, I've had, I've had just as many requests to, for people to get in during this as I did outside of it. Um, and you know, we did a lot of renovations in the, in the spot. So we got a really good deal worked out with the landlord so that like, we didn't have to pay for a while. Um, so even though the timing was weird, it still actually worked out because I don't have to, you know, I don't have any responsibility for them for a while and hopefully until we open back up, which would be great. So, um, you know, we, when we, as soon as we opened, we did well. And it was really surprising to me because like, like I'm, I'm optimistic, but at the same time, I'm like, um, I get down on myself a lot and I have this like imposter syndrome where I think like, you know, my husband's like, you're such a big deal and you're so good. But I'm like, but you're just saying that, you know? And like, I don't really know if like, it's going to be like that, you know? And, and when it's like when your mom tells you you're the prettiest girl in the world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you know, and, and thank God for that. Cause like, you know, having that support system is like priceless to me, you know, it's like, cause those moments where I feel like this isn't going to work out and why, do, why even bother would have stopped me from making a lot of decisions, you know? Um, so, you know, we got busy really fast. So I really doubt that that will just stop. Like people are like itching to get tattooed more than ever right now. Um, so hopefully we'll see, you know? In Maryland, how are things looking now as far as reopening? I mean, a lot of states are starting the process right. of reopening things. What's what's the situation with that in, in Maryland? Um, it's it's really up in the air. Um, the the governor is very um, is looking more at more at like a decline on like hospitalizations and death versus new cases because, you know, which makes sense because like new cases could be, you know, we got a surplus of tests. So now of course there's so many new cases, you know, uh, but you know, they have a, they have a plan. They're saying 14 days of a decline and, you know, they'll uh, roll out phase one or something like that. And it, and it's hard because it's very vague the way that they're describing what businesses fall into what phase. So, it's looking like mid May into the first week of June. So, but there hasn't, there hasn't been anything like set in stone. So I'm, and I don't know how to feel about it either. Cause it's really conflicting. It's really conflicting. You know, well, I think that's one of the issues right now around a lot of places that so much is unknown. And even if, even if where you live has something that's really carved in stone, when this happens, this will happen, this happens, this, no mm-hmm. one knows when those things are going to happen. So it's, it's exactly there's more unknown than most of us have ever have ever come across. Oh yeah. I mean, like I talked to, you know, my parents and my in-laws and they're like, I've never experienced anything like this, you know? And so there's no, you know, there, every country's experiencing something different and like, you can't go on social media cause you will hear every opinion. It's just split. And I'm just like, and I usually stay out of that stuff, but this def- like directly affects everyone. So it's like hard not to have an opinion, you know? Um, I just, I don't know. I just hope that like, you know, I want things to open back up, but I, I also care a lot about people. So it's just so, you know, I'm just kind of sitting on my hands, you know? Mm-hmm. I was, let me ask you this then when, when in Maryland, when by you, they say, all right, tattoo shops are ready to open now. Do you think you're going to go, you're going to go right at it or are you going to give it your own uh, estimate on whether it's a good time to go back or not? Um, I think that I would definitely open, but I would be very um, 
strategic on how that looked, you know? Um, because I mean, at the end of the day, like it's, it's like my livelihood too, you know? And, and, um, you know, there's a smart way to do it. And like with tattooing, you can make a shit ton of money. Um, you don't have to go right in and go right to, you know, tattooing all these people every day and open for walk-ins and all that stuff. You don't have to do that. You know, I could go in once or twice a week and be good, you know? So like, I think it's just going to be one of those things that I sit, cause I involve my, you know, the girls that work for me and, um, the, the guy I have at the front desk that manages the shop. I, we, we decide things together, you know, and, you know, although like I'm the owner of the shop, I, I always like, since we open and even before we sit down and in a group and we discuss how things should play out because it's just important to me that everyone is happy and has a say. So I think that, um, I want to make sure they're comfortable. I want to make sure their families are comfortable. You know, I don't want to make them feel like, Oh, we're open. Now you have to go right back to what you were doing, you know, see, you know, grind, push, you know, get all these people, you know, I don't care about that. Um, so you know, it's, it's, I couldn't tell you based off just me, what we'll do. It's going to have to be a, a wee kind of decision and, and it be smart the way we do it. Cause I do want to stand out from other shops as well. That's the thing that I've always kind of, kind of like had like my goals oriented around is, is being, is being a little bit different, you know? So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think the way stuff is in the world now, it's hard to say something more definite than uh, we'll kind of see what happens or we'll see how things play out or right. something. It's just mm-hmm. so much unknown. It's hard to, right. do you have any worries that when, when this all breaks and whenever you wind up reopening your shop that people will actually not have money to get tattooed? I think that it definitely will affect the industry. Um, I think that it, the people that it will affect will be the people that um, already didn't really have too much to work with already. <laughs> Maybe it'll be those clients that are like, hey, listen, I have this budget right here. You know, they're a server. It, usually the people that are servers that rely on tips that, you know, bartenders, stuff like that. Um, but but I think that, I think it'll be split. I think it just depends on what kind of clients you have. And, um, you know, I personally, I, I tend to have clients that, that are really good at saving money and are middle-aged and like, you know what I mean? So, and most of them, those people have been, you know, emailing me still like, Hey, you know, if you're comfortable, I can come in still. And I'm like, ah, that's not me, but you know, and I've had more of that rather than the latter, you know? So I think, I think it'll affect, um, walk-in shops for sure. Um, you know, and people that kind of rely on spur of the moment people or, you know, so it's just, it's hard to say, like, it's so hard to say. So your clientele is more middle-aged? Yeah, I, I have like more, okay. I wouldn't say truly, truly middle-aged. I would say like thirties, um, you know, like it, it, that's kind of like the mindset of the clients I have. I have like thirties, forties, um, and it, and that changed at first. Most of the people I tattooed were very young, 19, 20. Um, but you know, with being like, you know, with my work getting better and with my prices increasing and me kind of like building up what, you know, at least I think I'm worth, I get different kinds of clients because of that, you know? And, um, most of the clients that know that have the mindset of, you know, like you're going to get what you pay for and, you know, you're going to have to wait for something good, you know? And so, those kinds of people are usually people that, you know, are a little bit more mature, 
You know what I mean? So um, that's kind of what that looks like for me. Is that throughout your shop, you think, or just all your, all your people have different clientele? So different. Everyone in my shop so different. Yeah. It's like, we, it's weird. Like we all, and this is like the shop I was at before. It's the same thing. We all have like our genre of clients and it's like, you know, we almost like make fun of each other for it just depending on like, you know, so yeah, I could go into that, but it might not be good. <laughs> all right. That's, that's fair enough. How was it having your own shop being, being the boss for the, for the couple of months that you were able to do that for before this all started? Oh, it was amazing. Um, I am like a, I don't like having a boss kind of person. I kind of always been that way, you know? So like being able to like create something like that and, and not for the like affect of like controlling people or anything like that. Just, just like being able to like, if I want to leave early today, I can do that. You know, if I want to like say that, you know, I'm going to take a vacation this week and, and be with my kid, like I can do that. And, you know, I don't want to work weekends or I don't, you know, and I can make those choices and like, no one's going to tell me I can't, you know, or make me feel guilty for it, you know? And, and that to me was really big because in, in my opinion, a lot of the industry is very, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of people that aren't, but there's a lot of the industry is very like you work, you know, 12 to 8 PM, you don't leave until you're done and people stop calling, you work the weekend, you go to every convention, you know, grind, 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 like, you know, what's family. And, and I just, I was told that, you know, it was going to be impossible for me to be successful unless I had that mindset. And I just felt different, you know? And so I was like, you know, if, if I can't thrive and, and be like still family oriented and still take a break when I want to, then like, I'm going to create an environment where that's possible, you know? So that in itself was like, just like literally weight off my shoulders, you know, as soon as I, got to open up. Um, so it was great. And we, and we had fun. And I mean, we still, I still FaceTime like the people that work for me, like all the time and stuff where we created like a really good family there, you know? So just want it back. <laughs> I think at a lot of good shops, you have that feeling as more of a, a, a family than as employer employees, you know, kind of, yeah, I'm the absolutely. boss and you're the workers. I mean, you have that real family friendship kind of feel to stuff. Yeah. Definitely. All right, cool. So you know what? I think that's a good spot. So thank you very much, Amanda, for for doing this. Yes. And everyone check out Amanda and check out her shop, Dark Arts. And where in Maryland is it? It is in Churchville, Maryland, about 30 minutes north of Baltimore. Okay. So that's like Southern Maryland, right? Northern. (laughs) So it's like, no, no, it's no it's like the country oh really (laughs) yeah yeah great very it's it's pretty country out there yeah (laughs) fair enough even people in the country want tattoos right oh yeah yep and the milk their cows (laughs) (laughs) all right cool well thanks so much amanda and we'll see you next time thank you